This episode is from Shakti Durga's online seminar series, Yoga of the Mind. Hi everyone, it's Shakti Durga, and welcome to this episode of the Soul Talk podcast. Each episode is going to feature some of the highlights from live trainings, retreats, online classes, and presentations that I've done around the world. If you find value in it, please text the link to the podcast to a friend or share it with your networks. I look forward to connecting with you soon. Namaste. These things helped me so much when I was first made aware of them and ever since. Reincarnation, this is a big one. Reincarnation is something that some people don't believe in, but it's kind of a belief. And more people in the world believe in reincarnation than don't because throughout all the natural kingdoms of the world, throughout all the native cultures, they all believe in reincarnation. And so did the Kabbalistic system, which is the underpinning of Western mysticism. The Egyptians believed that there'd be another life. Yeah, so it's really just the uh, Abrahamic, well, it's actually Christianity and also then the Islamic world that took that out. And it was actually removed from those teachings in the Christian world in one of those early church councils. It was either the Council of Trent or the Council of Constantinople or the Council of Nicaea. I always get them mixed up, but they were very early in the church's history and they decided that it wasn't convenient to them for reincarnation to be a doctrine. So they took it out. One could cynically say it allowed them to have more control over people and rule through fear because believing in death when you're dead, you're dead, must be one of the most terrifying and awful things for a human to have that, you know, no wonder that we'll do anything to keep a person alive even when they're Quality of life is absolutely non-existent because we're so fearful of death. Anyway, imagine that after you die, your soul gives you a big kind of welcome or your friends and family that have passed on before you, they're there to greet you and then you have a review of your life and you go through all the things that you did super well and then a very compassionate guide will take you through areas where there would have been other scenarios other than the way you handled something. And in that way, learning happens for the soul. But it also sets up karma for another lifetime where you go and have another go at that. So reincarnation, it's now being looked at by scientists and there are various, lots and lots of studies being done on this, but this one is very, very interesting. Ian Stevenson, a doctor, a psychiatrist at the University of Virginia School of Medicine, examined children aged two to four who would start talking about their previous lives between the age of two and four. In some cases, he was able to identify the person the child claimed to be, as in he would go to that town or that country and go to the local records and the child would say, oh, I was um, Jason Sandwich or something. And they'd say, yep, there's a Jason Sandwich. And I died of a bullet wound. And they'd go, yep, he died of a bullet wound. It'd be in the local records somewhere. And they were able to also speak to relatives of the deceased to verify information. And in 49 cases, he got medical documents of the deceased person. And in 43, there were information that corresponded 
between wounds and birthmarks on the kids. So the children had birthmarks where in a past life they'd had a wound. Like I was in France and in the war I got shot in the leg and that child would have problems with their leg or they'd have a big birthmark on the leg and they could identify exactly who the person was. So this sort of stuff is out there. There's lots of this kind of research, uh, but the matrix has marginalised it. So it's not that it's not there, it's been marginalised. We can help bring it back because it helps. I mean, would you rather believe crappy things happen to people who are innocent? Would you rather believe that? Or would you rather believe that we all have to experience both sides of any scenario And if you've made mistakes in past lives, then you experience karma in this life that will balance, like you get to work through it, you get to heal it in this life. Well, I'd prefer to believe that. I mean, it's a belief, but I'd prefer to believe that. So reincarnation can impact our mind in two ways. Memories and fears from past lives can overshadow our perception of this life. So have you ever met someone who's got phobias and they have all their life or they instantly like, have you ever had the experience yourself where you instantly really like this person or you just go, oh my God, not you again. And you don't like the person on site. And there is no information through which you could possibly make that decision. It's just an instant dislike. Well, if that's the case, you have negative karma together. Whereas if you like them in a previous life, Uh, You were besties, you're good friends. You had a lot of love between the two souls. And it's like, yay, you're back. So good to know you. Uh, Anyway, all this happens through the law of karma. So remember I said before that the spiritual laws exist in a different realm to beliefs. So karma is the law of cause and effect. And it sits in the soul realm there as a law. It means whatever we do to another person will be done to us. And in fact, even Jesus taught, Jesus taught that law, uh, the law, of course, and whatever you do will come back to you. And you can choose to not believe in karma, but it won't stop karma happening to you. So you may not believe in karma, but karma believes in you. It's not a belief. It's a law of the soul. It exists in a different dimension and can't be erased like a thought or a belief can. So if you suddenly get smart with lift and think, oh, wouldn't it be great to not have any karma? I now release all karma and the possibility of karma and the idea of karma and the matrix of karma. Well, it won't work because it's part of the fabric of the universe and you can't, you can't change it. It's something that we accept and in accepting it, we find more peace. So as I said, we will be looking at that more in the Spiritual Mastery Program, Laws of the Soul, and also at the end of the year, Heart of Gold, which Gayatri will be running. We'll be looking at karma and some ways that you can work with the law of karma to ameliorate its effect a little bit, even though we still have to deal with it. On a spiritual path, it's important to know that we go through all kinds of different layers. And I wanted to include this because yoga of the mind is an ever-growing garden of opportunity. And what just say we've just started on a spiritual path and we've got all this stuff going on inside of us in the beautiful field of light that is self. 
And then you do your spiritual work and, and we get rid of all that stuff and you're just glowing with the most beautiful light ever. But then what happens is you grow. And so instead of being that big, you start to be that big. And then in the regions that you haven't cleaned out before, you'll see that there's more stuff to be cleared. So you've cleared it from here because it used to be all like that. You clear all that up, then you grow, and then there's a whole other lot of stuff sitting there just waiting to be cleared up. And it's like, okay, so we've got to do that work then. And on and on this goes. But each time you're growing, your consciousness will be growing. Your capacity to connect your higher soul and your consciousness will be clearer, brighter, and smoother. And this is, I think, an infinite story of growth. So there's a, stu- there's a way in which our stuff is infinite, but beyond that, our soul is infinite. And we get to the stage where the stuff just fades out and it's all bliss. We just experience all of it as bliss. If you're happy, you're blissful. If you're sad, you're blissful. If you win, you're blissful. If you lose, you're blissful. So that's the kind of thing that is in the future of the consciousness of all of us. And we just keep working towards it. But it does mean you'll go through spirals of your work on things. Everything gets better. It's amazing. Um, And you're doing everything right. But then you'll come into another bit that's hard. But if you keep in mind that, oh, I've just connected with a whole other bit that I can work on while I've got this precious human life, then that's, that's easier to bear then. I think it is anyway. Thanks for joining me on this episode of Soul Talk. I hope the podcast has served you in creating a happier and more abundant life. If you've enjoyed the podcast, don't forget to subscribe, rate and leave a review on your favorite podcast app. If you'd like to connect with me, head over to shaktidurga.com. Bye.